0: Hello everyone, Chaplain Philip with you again. I remember as a boy playing soldier with my brother. Sometimes we teamed up against imaginary foes, bravely charging the enemy and always savoring a victory at the end of the day. At other times, we matched wits using strategies of deception and stealth with the intent of capturing the other to win the battle. If successful, one or the other of us would use the element of surprise and bring the battle to an end with the following words, Halt! You're surrounded! Throw down your weapons and come out with your hands up! We used crab apples as our weapons. Back then, it was all make-believe, and we had a lot of fun, most of the time. Although there were some crabapple fights that ended badly when our tempers got the best of us, We'd put those crab apples on the end of a springy switch and then sling them at each other. We got really good at it. Accuracy improves with practice and we practiced a lot. Unfortunately, with the right technique, the crab apple would sail off the end of the switch with great velocity. If it connected with your bare leg or arm or in the center of your back, it would leave a red mark and a painful welt. I love my brother, at least I do now. But back then, we did have some squabbles and, yes, a few fights. Crab apples can really, really hurt. So, if you had the misguided notion that I've always been a perfect little angel, I'm so sorry to disabuse you of that notion. Let's go back to that phrase that my brother Jim and I would use when our battles came to an end. Halt. You're surrounded. Throw down your weapons and come out with your hands up. Have you ever felt like the loser on the battlefield? That you're surrounded and the battle is lost? Along with that feeling comes a sense of despair and an acknowledgement that you're overwhelmed, no way out, no way to win. As Janelle and I have been dealing with our particular family situation as caregivers, we've had those exact same feelings at times. Surrounded, despairing, overwhelmed, not knowing which way to turn next not knowing what to think, say, or do. It's easy to get discouraged. It's easy to see the problem as so big that you can never overcome it, the battle so hopeless that it can never be won. Frankly, that's exactly what the enemy wants you to think. And he'd be absolutely right if you were facing your problems, if you were fighting your battles all by yourself. The challenges that Janelle and I are facing have caused us to take our situation to God because we just don't have the answers. We've learned, most of the time the hard way, that we're no match for the devil. He's smarter than we are. He has more energy than we do. We always come out the losers when we fight against the difficulties he puts in our path in our own strength. The victory, strange as it may seem, always comes after we find ourselves completely surrounded. It's only then that our mighty God and Savior can really show off. This is when He shines, when His glory drives away the gloom and despair, and seeming defeat turns into His resounding victory. When we're at our most helpless, He's at His best. This is when He is most powerful. And there isn't anything He loves more than to come to the rescue of His beloved children. In 2 Kings chapter 6, there's a record of how the prophet Elisha assisted the king when the Syrians were harassing Israel. God spoke to Elisha, and he guided the king in his actions. The king of Syria became enraged that his battle plans were continually thwarted. Upon discovering where Elisha was staying, he sent a large contingent of soldiers with chariots and surrounded the property where Elisha and his servant were spending the night. When Elisha's servant got up in the morning, he saw they were surrounded by the enemy. In fear, he ran to the prophet with the news of their imminent doom. Here's how the prophet Elisha dealt with the situation. It's classic, describing how God works in the midst of our great distress. Here's what he said in verses 16 and 17. And he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And Elijah prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. The story ended with Israel winning against the Syrians, because God fought the battle himself. And even better, there was no bloodshed or killing. Nobody died the Syrians went back to their own land and left Israel alone as a result of God showing his hand. I don't know how God is going to resolve the challenges that Janelle and I are facing. I don't know what his plans are, but I do know that he's never failed us yet. He never will. We're learning to trust him more and more as we face one impossible situation after another. But please, keep praying for us. Being surrounded and facing impossible situations, that's not a comfortable place to be. Nor do we always act with perfect faith or with a proper emotional response. I encourage you to read the whole read the whole account in Second Kings chapter six, verses eight through twenty three. As I review it, God's chariots of fire surrounding Elisha and his servant They remind me of the lyrics of two inspiring praise songs. First, Greater by Mercy Me. And here here are the lyrics. Greater is the one living inside of me than he who is living in the world. And secondly, the song Surrounded by Michael W. Smith. And his lyrics go, It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. I don't have to know the future or how everything is going to work out. All I really need to do is remember that God will fight my battles. He'll fight your battles, too. And we can take great pleasure in watching him shine. Do what he does best. Until next time, I'm Chaplain Philip. And as always, may God bless you today.